Once again, the driver of the semi-tractor trailer stolen truck out of Burbank, refusing to pull over. Welcome everyone to Stay in Your Lane podcast, brought to you by Triple T Transport. I'm your host, John Maley. Uh, today, we embark on a five-part series, going to be a subject that's near and dear to my heart, and I think is a major issue for everyone in our industry, uh, one of the top five subjects of 2024, and it's going to be cargo theft. So, as you see, we've got multiple people that have joined us for this today. We've got uh, Kathy Schricker from uh, Avalon Insurance. She's a vice president of the Northeast region. Also, uh, Thomas Kern, uh, attorney, transportation attorney at Benish Law. Uh, today, we have Elizabeth Robinson from the North Carolina Retail Merchants Association, who's been dealing heavily with uh, cargo theft and also working with um, Department of uh, Homeland Security and, and some of the legal uh, sides to try and uh, help uh, fight the, the cause on our theft that we're dealing with. John Pruitt, who is a shipper with uh, C4. Uh, Mr. Pruitt's got many years in logistics and uh, vast knowledge and a lot of experience with uh, cargo theft, but uh, would like to introduce everyone to a, a familiar face in transportation, uh, Paul Jaroslawski, and he is from Freight Caviar. Hi, everyone. Pleasure okay. to be here. Very good. We're happy to have all of you. So we know that I'm going to share some numbers with everyone and for our listeners. I'm reading this information uh, I procured from uh, Verisk, third quarter supply chain risk trends, uh, stating CargoNet has recorded 692 events across the United States and Canada in the third quarter of 2023. That would be a 59% increase compared to the third quarter of 2022. Now, that's a staggering amount of increase, 59%. Much of the increase is uh, misdirection, attacks, etc. But we want to look and understand what has changed in our industry in the past 10 years, 5 years, because cargo theft historically was normally some inside work from someone. Either someone at a shipper, someone at a carrier, someone with inside knowledge was how it, how cargo theft was being pulled off and, and done. And stopping it then was much easier to corral and, and find the guilty parties and, and bring them to justice from a legal perspective. Now the game's different. So I want to reach out to Kathy Schricker from Avalon and see what Kathy has to share with us because... Kathy's dealing with a lot of insurance situations in our industry. Thank you, John. Um, you're right. Historically, you know, claims were inside jobs, but cargo theft has evolved. So in recent years, uh, cyber fraud is on the rise and cargo theft methods have changed. Um, the industry is seeing a lot of identity thefts and fraudulent pickups and uh, carriers and brokers are having their identities compromised. Um, we are seeing a, a large number of claims um, being submitted, and in some cases, um, these are loads that were booked with actual carriers, but they are intercepted by um, parties who are posing as the carrier. Um, in other cases, uh, these were loads that were booked directly with fictitious companies uh, who stole the identity of a real carrier. 
Um, and it's not until after you know the theft occurs that the carrier um, usually realizes that their identity has been stolen. And at that point, uh, there may be you know, multiple stolen loads uh, occurring simultaneously under their authority. Um, other scenarios that we've seen are uh, demands for money uh, to disclose the whereabouts of a load, but in all actuality, uh, that load is likely uh, long gone, even if uh, funds are handed over, um, it's likely to no avail. And then finally, we're seeing claims with the increasing incidence of double brokering in the industry, uh, where a broker may have properly vetted the carrier and done their due diligence, uh, but that carrier in turn brokers it to another uh, carrier, and that may be a fictitious party. Uh, maybe that carrier, that broker did not do uh, their due diligence. Uh, so one impact of these new types of cyber thefts that we're seeing is an increase in insurance claims. Um, and we've been told by some brokers that approach us for coverage that their current insurance companies uh, are no longer offering uh, certain lines of insurance to property brokers, or they will, but with extensive exclusions, or maybe they're being more selective in the insureds that they agree to write. Um, another impact that we're seeing is just pressure on brokers to, um, you know, vet their carriers more carefully and to review their insurance programs more carefully. Um, they want to make sure they have ample coverage for this, you know, evolving type of uh, cargo theft that we're seeing. Uh, we suggest this not be done just at renewal time, but, uh, you know, take the time now. Um, and have your um, insurance broker help you navigate this process and take a look at your policy to see if endorsements or changes are needed. Elizabeth, what can you share with us that you're seeing? Thanks, John. I work with the North Carolina Retail Merchants Association, and so we represent large and small retailers across the state. Um, and have had a long time focus on retail loss prevention and since about 2007 have worked on a lot of legislative efforts around organized retail crime. We actually run an organization for North and South Carolina called the Carolina's Organized Retail Crime Alliance. And it's a partnership between retail loss prevention professionals and law enforcement officers, police chiefs, sheriffs, district attorneys, all focused on organized retail crime, which is really um, a profession for a lot of these criminals. It's not the traditional shoplifting that is sort of shoplifting out of a need or, um, you know, a kid st stealing a pair of sunglasses. These are professional rings that are stealing hundreds of thousands of dollars at a time from retailers. And cargo theft arose in the last few years as just one of the latest mechanisms that now they are using as they're trying to steal larger amounts of goods um, to to steal entire truckloads through some of these ORC rings that are operating around the country. I think North Carolina um, has been a focal point because we have an intersection of um, interstates. Um, we have access to the ports, airports. Um, so with um, I-40, I-85, I-95, we see a lot of um, activity in this state, which is also drawn attention from our U.S. Attorney's Office and Homeland Security investigations who has Operation Boiling Point looking closely at organized retail crime. And as part of their jurisdiction, they oversee um, cargo theft investigations as well. And so um, in 2023, we were able to pass legislation as sort of a piggyback to our legislation on organized retail crime to increase penalties um, on 
um, any cargo theft activities, which has tracked with our organized retail crime legislation so that the higher dollar amount, the higher the penalty you face up to a class C, which would mean active prison time um, for any thefts over $100,000. Wow. That's a lot. You guys are on it as well. So this is not something new, but it's something that we're all seeing skyrocket. Uh, next, I, I would love to reach out to Mr. John Pruitt. And before I uh, let you speak, John, uh, there's another participant on our podcast that's not allowed to be with us that I want to I give a shout out to because uh, they're key in a lot of the information that we have received as to what they're seeing. And that would be uh, two uh, task force individuals for the State Highway Patrol in California, Southern California, San Bernardino area. In Los Angeles, and that is Alfredo Chin and Gil Gasco. And what they have provided me with and all of our viewers with is a lot of information of what they're seeing on a day-to-day -day basis and, and then the ways that we can help drive a change in how we're operating to help alleviate some of their pressure. But I got their information from Mr. Pruitt. So John, uh, I'd love to give you the floor here and tell me what you're seeing and what you've dealt with. So I actually ran across, uh, you know, those, those two officers, uh, I think one on two years now, and it was my first case of cargo theft. So we've had a number of different ways that um, theft has occurred. Um, with, with our commodity, we, we didn't realize it. Uh, in food and beverage, we happen to have a commodity that's on that, the top hit list um, for cargo theft. And, um, you know, we found it, uh, it, it was actually found uh, by California Highway Patrol um, sitting in a warehouse. And uh, they gave me a call and long story short, um, you know, the product is delivered by a carrier who thought they were delivering it to the right place. And it's being held at a warehouse who thought he was holding it for somebody legitimate. Um, this was a case where, uh, you know, the load was brokered to a carrier that checked out. And at the end of the day, it, it was a carrier posing as a, uh, you know, with someone else. So that was kind of my first foray into it. Um, and since then, you know, unfortunately, we've, we've had a number of occurrences over the last couple of years. Um, 2023 was certainly the worst. And uh, as such, we've, we've had to, you know, try to take as many steps as we, as we can to partner with our carriers um, and to partner with our, our shippers, our warehouse partners, uh, just to try to make sure that when folks show up to get a load, uh, it's, it's actually the folks who are supposed to collect that load. So uh, a lot of work ongoing, but certainly some eye-opening scenarios over the last year. When we've located them, generally we found our load plus um, quite a few other folks' uh, property uh, of the same commodity. So far, it's been a similar commodity. Um, I, I was actually, uh, the, the first instance that connected me with the Highway Patrol folks uh, in California, um, they were actually researching a different stolen load uh, for another uh, beverage manufacturer. And they were alerted to the fact of, hey, we see your product. We think this belongs to you guys. Come check it out. So that's typically what we see is we'll recover an entire load in a warehouse that's housing multiple other uh, stolen loads. Uh, the interesting thing is there's a time factor, right? Um, once we're notified that the material is there, we have to get there before someone who shouldn't be collecting our product shows up to move it on to wherever it's going. So it, it's pretty interesting. I, I, I like to, uh, if I 
if I had the opportunity, I'd love to play a little cops and robbers and understand where exactly this ends up. Um, there, there's obviously a lot that goes to that, but generally speaking, we recover that entire load. Um, with the exception, we had a couple scenarios in the last few months where we had our bills of lading changed, where we shipped X number of pallets. Um, the bills of lading showed up at the destination with half the material on the truck, and the bills were edited to indicate half of the material on the truck. So we had forged paper, well, I, I would say edited paperwork um, that, uh, you know, upon receipt looked like, hey, this is all we're supposed to get. So it was received in um, and we found it down the road. Uh, that's a challenge because, and just sharing that example, because when your load shows up, all of the tracking, you know, numbers connect. It looks like we delivered on time. We know what we put on the truck when it left the building. So we're fine. It took us longer to understand something was wrong with that load, with those loads. Um, so unfortunately, in that case, we never did recover uh, the missing pieces. This this is going to get deeper as we get into the next episode. Uh, I'm going to share some more information with you as the direction it's, it's heading from a technology perspective. So uh, for everyone watching, uh, stay tuned for next week's episode of Stay in Your Lane. Brought to you by Triple T Transport. I'd like to say thank you for all our participants. And uh, we'll see you next week. Continue watching on the next episode of the Stay in Your Lane podcast.